This is Blake 7 in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by 5 to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters, and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Yeah, uh, yeah, bit of a busy one today, bit yeah. of a busy one, yeah. Um, it's been very odd talking Blake 7 on a Sunday and not with you. I know, ooh, ooh. Oh, are you... Are we getting jealous? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, 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 but Giles is my first love. Oh, um, right. oh Yeah, 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 he's like an ex, you know, you're my current and he's the old oh, right. ex, yeah. Oh, bless him. Does yeah. he listen to the podcast? He does. He does. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Just to um, fill everybody in about what we're talking about. Um, no. Yes. I mean, Ian and I we always do a recording on a Sunday afternoon, and I spent tradition. tradition very much so. I, I want it to be a, a, a put in law in the statutes that yeah. uh, every, every Sunday lunchtime people should talk about Blake Seven. That I think would be so, nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Perhaps mm. if they repeated it on a Sunday lunchtime, that'd be nice. Or repeat it at any time, really. Any time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yes, I spent a very pleasant uh, lunchtime um, with my friend Giles, um, who I've known for a very, very long time. And um, back when we worked in the cinema together, he's an ex-projectionist as well. It's just the projectionist circle. It's quite incredible, isn't it? I've, yeah. I've got all these uh, ex-projectionists in, in my sphere. Um, no, yeah, no, when we worked together at the Maidstone Cinema, um, we used to talk about, you know, current events, current cinema things, but an awful lot about Doctor Who, and an awful lot about Blake Seven, so, uh, yeah, we had that kindred spirit back then oh, in the good. early 90s, yeah. Yeah, so, no, no, very pleasurable um, lunchtime. I know that he follows the Facebook page, but I didn't know for sure that he actually listened to the yeah. show, so... He... A, lot, a lot of people uh, probably don't actually listen to it, but... Or maybe they start yeah. listening to it yeah. and 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 switch, and switch off, which is what Giles has done with the Travis really? episode. Yes, um, not through any sort of displeasure or at all. It's just um, it's quite a long episode, isn't it? And he's yes. a he's a busy guy, so he's only listened to the first section of it. Right, well, um, as long as, he, as long as he's got plans to listen to the rest. Oh as, no, as he long does. As we haven't put him off. He, he does. Yeah. Unless no. of course he's a, a Brian Croucher fan, in which case I, yeah, I respect his decision. His, I did ask him today, and his Travis is Travis Mark One, yeah, um, Stephen yeah. Grife. Yeah, no, he says he can see where you're coming from on it, but uh, no, um, um, no, he's 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 a, he's a Stephen fan. Yes, yeah. So no, that was a very good natter. Um, he, he 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 whipped out his teleport bracelet. Right. Yes, <laughs> which he's kept all this time. He he's made me one. I've got one um, upstairs, buried in a box somewhere. They, he made out a drain pipe. You know, very much oh, a Blue right, Peter yeah. style thing. <coughs> very authentic um, yeah. as as well, you know. And, uh, no, so that was a very uh, nice... I felt quite sorry for his wife and children that were just talking Blake 7 all the way oh, through. Oh, were they the there as well? Yes. Oh, yes. how embarrassing. No, it wasn't embarrassing. It comes very naturally. Talking to Giles, is exa- it comes as naturally as uh, it is talking to you. Oh, You right. know, so it was sort I of like... embarrassing for them, but... <laughs> Oh no! I, they Go used out for to lovely Giles. lunch, and these two are just waffling about. They are used to me and Giles talking, yeah. you know, geeky nonsense. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, a real, real nice guy. I, I wish you could meet Giles at some time. Um, he's a very talented guy, um, a, a, a very productive artist. Um, 
So what you so, could do is is you could do a convention where it's just you're only allowed to go if you're a projectionist or ex-projectionist. An ex-projectionist yeah. convention, yeah. Well, I know quite a few, and you know, internationally as well. I, I know, you know, projectionists from other countries. It, it's yeah. a funny we could, old thing. We could all gather and then moan about how the management didn't appreciate us. Mm, mm. I was oh, saying yeah. to Giles, I mean, I hate technology, and one of the reasons I hate technology these days is, is it, it's how I lost my job. Yeah, there aren't projectionists it. anymore because of technology, you know. But having said that, technology is uh, enabling us to talk right now. That is right, yes. You're, you're oh, oh okay. by the way, I don't think Giles picked up on it, but Giles was saying, well, how do you do the recordings and stuff like that? And how can you actually separate, you know, uh, you and Ian? And he thought we were in a room together doing <laughs> the recordings. He, he hadn't picked up on the fact that you're in yeah, Wales. We, we ain't got that sort of uh, expenses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know Neo's has, has a Patreon yeah. thing, but I don't think it, it, Blimey, it's, yeah. the budget stretches to you or I helicoptering to the other person every Sunday lunchtime well, yeah we, what we'd have to do is to make it worthwhile is get together and record non-stop like 20 episodes yeah yeah you will get value for money and, there yeah by the end sort of the last half of the episodes you'll just tell that we're absolutely peed off with it mm, mm, mm. all right let's crack on let's crack on yes. because because, yes. because of giles me going around to giles's we're running later uh today and i've got to cook the evening meal tonight as well so all right so um yeah your first feelings or thoughts on death watch before watching it again what was your abiding uh, well i remember memory? it as being a a, a half decent episode um i won't say it's one of my I remember it as one of my favorites but i remembered enjoying it sort of the first go round i remember um thinking that stephen pacey was much better as uh, his bro own brother than he was playing tarrant and uh, that was reinforced uh but yeah i i I, I, it wasn't one I wasn't looking forward to, put it that way. After a string of ones we were yeah. not looking forward to, if that's not a double negative. I used to listen to this one a fair bit, and this story, yeah. watching it again, it is one of the... It's almost the classic, nice audio, shame about the visuals. Yeah, I mean, the visuals are not horrible, but I think there's a few instances, like, when they... they oh, they just happen to pick the same mm. spaceship set that they travelled on. It's like no, you're just you haven't got the money for another set. Um, I don't even mind the uh, the gasworks uh, set, you know, the power mm. station set. I think that's you know, it's not even a set, is it? It's a, a, a it's ruin, a ruin. Of a real yeah. real place. Because um, I think it it sort of adds a grittiness to it. But it, just think how much better this could have been if it had had a, a bit of a more gritty look. Mm. So rather than plonking about in bright silver jumpsuits, they would have been, you know, let, sort of dirty grungy or even in fatigues or something like that yeah because the audio as i say the audio does hold up very well you yes. know it's a it's a chris boucher script so of course the audio is going to hold up very well um but yeah watching it today is uh, oof, yeah. oof, oof, I, oof. I can sort of forgive the the gaudiness of it because it is meant to be a a, a spectator sport isn't it's it? a this, show this, isn't it yeah this is sort of a psychotic it's a knockout isn't it for the, the two planets involved and if you believe Avon, the rest of the galaxy knows about this. It's a famous. I don't know how often these these thing people go to war though. There's reference, isn't there? Max yeah. says something about oh, four yeah. years ago there was a. Yeah. They need uh, to get their act together, don't they? Well, I don't understand. Apart from the fact that you say it's it's a show, it, it it's a performance. Yeah. Is 
later on the the guy says you know the computer randomly chooses chooses a location from yeah. a thousand worlds blah, blah. that's fine that's fair enough but they still wear their baker foil suits so it doesn't matter you could be on a jungle planet yeah. and you're still uh, in baker foil you know you don't wear an outfit to match the uh, surroundings do you no because i suppose although you want to be hidden from the opponent as the tv cameras want to pick you up then they so they want they'll they want you in something garish. Yeah, but half the audience, yeah. uh, half the audience is your opponent. So that's you, true, yeah, you've got true. to stand out, haven't you? Yeah. All right, let's crack on then. Let's get yeah. started on this then. Yeah, um, the Teal Star, this ship, the Teal yeah. Star. Nice slabby design. I like this ship. Uh, you don't see it too much or too clearly, do you? No, it's quite, it's it's quite dimly lit, which is I don't mind that. Because um, I was trying to watch it and thinking, it, does it, is it asymmetrical? I couldn't work out whether the design was symmetrical or whether it wasn't and i thought if it's not that's quite interesting because you don't get that very often no and you don't i don't think i've ever seen it on show at no. a convention i've never seen um, photos of it or anything like that or no because it's got know. its big logo on the side it actually yeah. does say teal star doesn't it yeah. and um but matt irvin has said very often you know uh spaceship models they were cannibalized weren't they they would break I, a I, wing off I and stick imagine, it on something yeah. else yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine that's why a lot of the props and stuff and models haven't survived is that they're once you've done once you finish filming they're worthless aren't they yep, yep. well to the to the studios not to us of course mm. well inside we've got uh Dieter Tarrant um yes. just standing there um as you can hear that uh, the ship gets a message for him yeah and um, I, can I just get in this, this in right away that we've often berated Tarrant and sometimes we've berated Stephen Pacey um, but this shows he, what a good actor he is, because even just standing there, you can see this isn't Tarrant. Mm. He's mm. not, you know, it, it's such a, a really well judged bit of acting, and I, it's just a shame they didn't let him do similar throughout. But yeah, this is definitely his episode. It's a couple of days ago. I was yeah. listening back to our Shrinker episode, yeah. right? And in it, that was the first occurrence where we noticed uh, Tarrant's. Uh, um, habit of looking up at the yes. ceiling in a boastful way and you say on that show um, you don't know whether it was just experience, inexperienced because he was quite young yeah. or whether he was playing this a certain way and here we have evidence of it Stephen Pacey can play yeah. and, and, and I like you said at the beginning of the show I wish this was our Tarrant I wish yeah. he had played Tarrant like this because, you know, we said on the Ashton episode that they were looking for a substitute Blake. Well, Dieter Tarrant would have been a, Perfect. A, a, yeah. would have been fine. He could have still gone up against Avon, yeah. you know. In fact, he would have been more of a threat than the well, pretty yeah, cause boy. A Avon know, would know that boastful. he could kill him at the, you know. It's almost like the, the thing they never got with Sulin when it, where they say she could kill you at the blink of an eye. You know, this Tarrant could, and mm. that would have been a much more credible threat than... Miss, you know, Mister Mister Permy. Um, yeah, it's a shame they they didn't. Uh, I mean, it's a shame they killed him off. I suppose they had to. Mm, um, yeah, but it, it's yeah. It, this is a much better time. It's weird as well that even because uh, you you gave me the um, that audio uh, play, the way ahead. Mm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the yeah. way ahead. And I, I don't know if anyone's listened to it. It's really weird because no one sounds like who they, even though it's the same actors, mm. that where they've recast people, they actually sound more like the characters than the actors who used to play them sounds like it. And Stephen Pacey especially plays it. He's not doing any accent 
that he you know talent had a sort of posh accent and he's not he's doing his normal and that makes a much more interesting character mm. so i think perhaps it was just the choice of whoever's choice it was to play talent as that sort of style of character um but every other choice was more interesting yeah yeah i think is, they were trying yeah. for a, like a um, an errol flynn robin hood yeah, style ha, right, ha, yeah. hello ladies sort of thing and he just comes across as a twerp yeah. whereas playing dita tarrant you know, like this, oh, it would have been so much better. Oh, it's so good. And some of the quiet moments where you can just see Dieter thinking and he's considering things, and it's like, oh, this is this is proper acting. I've, I'm watching it again for this. You know, it's almost heartbreaking because he knows almost from the... I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but almost mm. from the get-go, once he's met Vinny, yeah. he kind of knows he's doomed. He knows well, there's something wrong. Yeah, that's... Because he says, to, he says uh, I've, you know, um, I, I know professional killers and Vinny isn't a professional killer mm. and he yeah you're right at that point he realizes something's wrong and this isn't going to be a normal mm. fight mm. all right but before we get there let's yeah. let, 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 let's start with Dieter talking to this fan excuse me I'm sorry it's very rude of me but aren't you Dieter Tarrant yes I am yes I thought you were I've seen you on the Vizcast, of course but you look different somehow you're taller than I expected I usually stand in a hole. Oh, forgive me. I didn't mean to be rude. You must think I'm an awful fool. Of course not. Well, it was very nice meeting you. Oh, stupid shoes. Why is fashion never practical? Tell me. I had nothing to do with that. You surely can't think I was involved. Just a coincidence. It doesn't seem very likely, does it? How did you know? The stumble. A deliberate fall can look accidental, but it never feels right. Balance is instinctive. Is he dead? Yes. How many more are there? 672. You don't really expect a serious answer to that question, do you? Eventually. What's your name? Carla. Well, Carla, your partner here has used up all the available luck. There's no easy way out for you. You really think of me as a major threat, don't you? Why did you break the rules? You must know the penalties. I can see you don't rate me as a fighter. But do I strike you as a fool as well? So, you have an answer for the summons to justification. Like what? Surely not a blood feud. I can't have killed someone who's close kin to both of you. Particularly not as your friend here is a citizen of the Vandor Confederacy, as I assume you are. There will be no summons to justification. As first champion of the United Planets of Teal, you're a valid target until you reach the combat ground. In time of war? Exactly. A formal declaration was delivered to your council an hour ago. Will passenger Dieter Tarrant go to the flight deck, please? And that, I imagine, passenger will be your Dieter notification Tarrant and call to, to combat. Flight deck, please. You'll be transferred to a military cruiser within the hour. A pity. We had hoped you would not be there, champion. Our man is good. But you might just be better. Don't do it. Uh, there's a fangirl that comes up to yeah. him. A vision in torp and mushroom. That's a oh, god-awful yeah. outfit she's wearing. Oh, well, dear. it matches the, 
slightly awful set, really, doesn't it? Mm. Well, yes, this is a very low-budget episode, um, hence it being reused um, at the end of the show. Yes. And um, she asks if he's Dieter Tarrant. Um, yeah. And do do you remember watching this for the very first time, this story? Uh, I, I remember bits of it. I remember that Tarrant had a... For some reason, I was thinking a clone, <laughs> but mm. it's his brother. But yeah, I remember bits of it, but I, di- I didn't remember mm. uh, much of the plot. Do you remember whether you thought or not whether this was our Tarrant? Um, I remember the the. Well, I suppose I, I yeah I I couldn't say I I was going to say I remember the when I watched it on VHS. I didn't think it was Tarrant, but then you know it's not Tarrant at that by point. that point. Yeah, by that point. Um, I think just by the way he's acting, and the, I mean, you you could, I suppose, you could think it's Tarrant undercover, but we've seen Tarrant undercover, in, well, we hadn't at that point, but we see Tarrant undercover in gold, <laughs> where, which is Enough awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, she stumbles against him, yes. and and as uh, Stuart Fall uh, takes aim as uh, Stuart Fall, no, he does fall. Stuart fell. Yeah. Stuart takes, fell forward. Yeah. Stuart fell falls. <laughs> yeah, he takes aim from the gallery above and yeah. uh, is swiftly dispatched by Dieter. And uh, much to Stuart's fell's displeasure, um, because he wasn't happy with the editing of this sequence. Mm-hmm. Because you know, you see Stuart fell up on the balcony. Dieter opens fire. He clutches himself and goes to fall off the railing, and then you see him land on the settee. You don't see the fall. And yeah, Stuart Fowler said, why did you employ me? You know, if yeah. all I do is stagger a bit at the top and then you see me at the bottom, you could have used an actor. You didn't need me for that. I just, yeah, I just assumed that, that it was, that he hadn't fallen. It was like, uh, cut. No, apparently he did do the fall. Oh, right. Yeah, that and is a shame. I can see why he would be annoyed. It's yeah. quite a, quite a way up, isn't it? It is that quite. Falcon. It's a good, like fifteen feet or yeah. something like that. And you know, Stuart Fell, he's a bloody good stuntman, and he, he is, obviously yeah. takes he's pride very, in his work. Very so, underrated. Uh, yeah. So when you do a good job and you do a decent fall, yeah. naturally you would want it seen on screen, wouldn't you? So you I think, think he yeah, felt a bit I mean, cheated by it. Yeah. Aww. So he turns tun- he turns his gun on the girl, and yes. and she tries to bluff it. Um, this is nice because he's he's willing to let her go, isn't he? He's, yeah. Because he, he's this is business. Uh, once he knows the wars on, uh, it's business. Yeah, he's he's willing to let her go, which I thought was weird. This sort of effortlessly sets up that although he's a killer, he's got principles. Mm, yeah, and I like the way that she goes. Well, how do you know? And he says, Well, you know, it's the stumble. You know, yeah. um, um, it, they always feel false. But um, not in a smug way. There's no, no smugness. Tarrant would have. Tarrant would yeah. have looked at the ceiling and done one yeah. of those things, wouldn't he? You, you, I was thinking. You know, you put that photo on of the guard in um, last week's episode, looking up at the. <laughs> You're not saying that. That was Tarrant, that, that was Tarrant in his. So he wasn't a space captain. He was just a fence guard. He was, he was a just, grunt. Yeah. That's him uh, looking up. I, th- oh, I, I think, think you've totally cracked it. it. Yeah. yeah, space pilot, my arse. Uh, that was that explains why he couldn't fly. <laughs> but in in uh, games when he can't land, it's because he's thinking, oh, God, I only used to press two buttons. Yeah. He, I opened the gate. He's bragging to the guard in front about yeah. oh, how good he is at marching or something like yeah. that. And the camera and the just happened march, to catch yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tarrant actually met Travis once. Go. I think we can retcon the world there. Yeah. Well, it all fits. <laughs> All right, so it, it turns out that uh, she and Stuart Fell are part of the Van Dor Confederacy. Yes. And Dieter like is that. part I like that. of Teal. I like, I like planets that have things like that, the Van Dor Confederacy. It sounds good, doesn't it? It's, it doesn't sound yeah. 
silly sci-fi, does it? No, it, it you know, it, it sounds grounded in the sort of thing that, you know, things will be caught or should be called. Yeah, it's, it's realistic. I like it. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And it seems that Vandor is a planet and Till is a planet and the two yeah. planets are at war. Um, reminding me a bit of the Space 1999 one, you know, where you've got uh, the, yeah. um, the two planets either side of the sun. I don't know. I presume they're in the same solar system. Uh, I presume so. I mean, this this reminds me so much of um, the Star Trek, the original series episode, The Taste of Armageddon, mm. where you've got two planets that have gone go to war, but via computers. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kirk goes and uh, he, he totally destroys their entire way of life just yep. on a whim. Um, and it, it this always reminds me of this. And I, I, I think, is this, you know, had someone seen this, had the writers seen this when they, when I they were doing so. this one? I, I think, think so. Because, so. yeah, it's like, it's like... Um, uh, Jewel, isn't it? That is is obviously the uh, Star Trek episode Arena. Mm. So I think someone's a Star Trek fan, aren't they? Well, you you can't help but not be. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, it was so all pervasive at the time. Wasn't yes, it? yeah. And uh, she says, oh, "Oh, it's a pity that you're going to be yeah. Till's champion, as Vandor's man is good, but you might just be better." And she goes to pull a gun on him, and I like his like, "Don't do yeah. it," as he has to pull his own gun out. Yeah, he's still quicker than her. Yes, yeah. And um, Chris Boucher says on the commentary that um, this is his Western, and it totally is a Western, isn't it? You know, he he had a love of Westerns, as did Paul Darrow. Do you think Paul Darrow was uh, was kicking himself about that this wasn't his episode, that it wasn't Avon and Avon's brother? Because he would have loved all this, wouldn't he? Yes, yeah. Yeah, on that audio commentary as well, you know, you've got Jacqueline Pierce, and at this point where you've got a straight-haired Stephen Pacey, she's going on about how pretty he is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I might mention that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she gets shot, and, uh, and he gets that announcement, oh, will Dieter Tarrant please go to the wherever? for his thing. Yeah. That was the thing summoning him off to war. Yeah, to tell him that the war has been officially declared. Yes. Up on the Liberator, uh, our Tarrant is trying to figure out how to catch Serverland's ore carriers. Yes. Um, no, no one's um, given him much respect in this scene, are they? No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> why are they going after ore carriers? Is this this piracy that Chris Boucher has said that after Blake leaves, they've got no purpose? So they just become pirates. They're just robbing. I suppose, it, yeah, it could be. I just assumed they were chasing them to destroy them, but mm. you know, to oh, stop or, or nicking the stuff to stop the Federation using it. But no, it could be they're selling it. Yeah, mm. that's a brief thought of mine. Mm. The rest of my thought in this scene is taken up with what the bloody hell is Avon wearing? It's not the greatest of uh, what, Avon's what costumes. Are, that's that's not shoulder pads. That's like shoulder tires or yeah. something. As the space rats would wear something like that. It they? is very space ratty. Yeah. yeah, it's very season four. This outfit. Yes. Yeah. In fact, a lot of things in this episode is very season four. And of course, I don't remember any of this. I just remember the audio. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, Villa comes in with Orac. The smiling Orac. I fail to see the relevance of that observation. Shouldn't they be tired and getting on each other's nerves? There is a progressive reduction in their conscious attention span and a growing imbalance in the dynamic structure of the group. Is that yes or no? It is yes. As a result of this, the efficiency rating of the ship as a complete unit is dropping by 1.02% per work period. The error quotient bears a delayed inverse relation. They don't write poetry like that anymore. What this electronic pain is trying to say is... Is that unless we get a break, there's going to be a fatal foul. Right. 
Where do you suggest we go, Villa, for this holiday that we all need so badly? Me? Well, I hadn't really given it any thought. Oh, I see. You got all that information from Orac out of a sense of duty? Dedication. Selfless devotion to the welfare of his comrades. What's so strange about that? Where's the party, Villa? Oh, come on, Villa. Your sales pitch is a failure. Why not just tell us what it is you want to do? After Orac had told me about the dangerous situation that was developing... Yes? I did do some checking. Yes? And one of the things I discovered was that the United Planets of Teal and the Vandor Confederacy are at war. Oh, what an interesting piece of news, Villa. There's nothing like someone else's war to take your mind off your own. Are you sure about this? Orac picked it up during a routine communication sweep. When was the declaration? A few hours ago, with plenty of time to get to the combat grounds. Zen? Yes? Why not? Zen, I want a course for the planet designated as the combat grounds by the Teal Vandor Convention. Confirmed. Have I missed something? I think we both have. Orac, I want you to monitor all transmissions from the Teal Vandor combat grounds and relay any public viscasts to the main screen. Am I to understand that you wish me to act as a viscast relay? That is what you are to understand. Yeah. And Orac says that the efficiency rating of the crew is dropping. And Villa is not so subtly trying to suggest that they go off and uh, have a relax somewhere. Yeah, uh, they see through Villa's sort of plan straight away, don't they? No one trusts him. No, that, 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 totally. And Michael yeah. Keating is really good. This is a really yeah, good he's, performance. He's, he's good in uh, this episode. Yeah. yeah, Chris Boucher says on the audio commentary that uh, uh, at this point, Michael Keating was very comfortable yeah. with the uh, comedy aspect of Villa at this stage. Yeah, none of it's forced at this point. Yeah, and he says, come on, break out the drinks, it's fiesta time. And we cut to this table full of <laughs> yeah. party food on the picnic table. Yeah, um, of, of like terrible cocktails you'd get in some cheap bar somewhere. A lot of people say, yeah. why, why isn't Blake 7 out on Blu-ray? Come on, can't release it on Blu-ray. I would like it to be on Blu-ray for this reason, to actually just focus on what party food is there right all oh, right yeah. because i reckon kp out of spaces are there they're, yes they're um maybe some sort of like pringles um yeah. but well, it's no pringles it's 70s party mm. food isn't it yeah. there'll be vulavants and things like that i'm yeah. sure and, in and uh cocktail sticks with cheese and pineapple on, cheese and pineapple stuck definitely. into half an orange yeah. yeah all i can really see is a mass of nibbles there's a yeah. yellow drink two green drinks, two pink drinks, a pus-coloured drink, and, as I say, lots of nibbles. Where did all this come from? Well, in real life, I imagine they just went to the <laughs> hosp- hospitality room yeah, and picked up a tra- the That's tray the that was there. Yeah, yeah. This from the green room, yeah. Uh, in here, I don't know, we never see the, the whether there's a galley or food slots. Or we never replicate, ever see them eating. We never yeah. see a galley or anything like that, do right. we? So, presumably, at some point, they've gone shopping at a you know supermarket planet yeah. or asteroid, and Villa has picked this. This is Villa's party yeah. food of choice, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Do you think Villa made all this? Do you think Villa was out there? Chopping he made the cocktails and, and yeah, chopping things up and making the. Little I can't see ones. anyone else doing it. Avon's not going to do it. Talent's not going to do it. Villa would Unless make a prawn show cocktail. That he's the, the best barman ever. Yeah, Villa. Villas would be a prawn. Villas would be so seventies. Mm. It would be prawn cocktail and spam loaf, wouldn't it? And Go baby sham. Baby sham. Yes. Remember baby sham. Yeah, with little um, uh, cherry, uh, little cherries on a stick. Yeah, cherries on a stick. Never understood that. No. What's that bring into the game? I don't Class. know. Class. That's what Class, it was doing yeah. in the seventies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But here we go. This is where we find out exactly what's going on. 
And that's all it is. A fight to the death between two champions, winner takes all. That's putting it rather crudely. It's rather a crude idea. Look, two men fight for the honor of independent planetary systems of maybe 20 million people each. It's hardly crude, Kelly. They don't just step up and beat hell out of each other with big wooden clubs, you know. Or bows and arrows. Or bows and arrows. There's uh, rules and honor and chivalry and all that sort of thing. That makes all the difference, of course. It does to us. Outsiders are welcomed as honored guests and accorded the status of neutral observers. As long as we abide by the rules of the convention, both sides will protect us. From all comers, including the Federation. Which means we can enjoy the festivities in complete confidence and relaxation. Drink anyone? What are these festivities Villa keeps drooling about? Oh, they must be something special. I haven't seen you move that positively in weeks. It'll be a big occasion. A ritual war is bound to generate a great deal of excitement. Back on Earth, they used to say it was the most excitement you can have with your clothes on anywhere in the galaxy. I'm very witty of them. No, he's right. The Teal Vandal Convention was famous on Earth. The ultimate excitement. The ultimate excitement? Watching two men kill each other? Yes. No. On reflection, that would seem to have a somewhat limited appeal as ultimate excitements go. Well, there's obviously more to it than that. I mean, wine, women, and song. That would seem to have an even more limited appeal. Oh, I don't know. I am now picking up a public viscast transmission. Put it on the main screen. I must point out that this is a gross misuse and an absurd waste of my capabilities. Put it on the main screen. I will do it only under protest. You can do it any way you like, just so long as you put it on the main screen. Are you sure you can't redesign him as something useful, like a drinks dispenser or an empty space? I think he'd look really good as an empty space. Space. The final frontier, as it was once called. Um, yes. Two men represent the planets, uh, so no one dies. Um, outsiders are accorded neutral uh, uh, observation. Um, and Villa's drooling over the festivities. It's the most excitement you can have with your clothes on. Yeah. Um, and I like Callie during all this. Callie is like, she's just not bothered. She's just not interested, is she? Well, Callie's the voice of reason again, isn't she? She don't want to... Because this is, I suppose this is the equivalent of gladiatorial games or, you know, in, in at the time boxing matches now. And it's, so Callie's not, she's not one for sort of blood sports or... So she, I, I quite agree with Callie's stance on this. Mm. Um, the only thing that got me is when Villa said, this is the most fun you can have in the galaxy... It's like, has he forgotten Space City and has he forgotten... Yeah. Um, so ev everywhere yeah. he goes is like, this is the, the most, the pleasure place of the universe. And this doesn't and seem very pleasurable. Yeah. No, no. Um, I do like the hissy fit from Orac over being yes. used as a Vizcast yeah. machine. <laughs> uh, the, Orac and, uh, and Avon's, Avon's yeah. little dialogue. Yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, this, this Vizcast comes on and it's got audio yeah. and it starts with Space, the Final Frontier. Brilliant. I'm, I'm laughing at that. I think that's superb. Chris Boucher says on the audio commentary when that happens, I had to get that in. Yeah. <laughs> I, love this, I love this whole Vizcast thing because it... It sort of normalizes it all, doesn't it? Because we, we're presuming by this point it's going to be like Star Trek, where TV's dead, no one watches TV or films, and I can't see that ever ending. Mm. So I, I reckon that yeah, there would be, there would be TV and films and that in mm. the future. So it's nice to see this that this is a, this is sort of a, a TV broadcast across the uh, galaxy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. And this voiceover says that there's giant chambers. Again, yeah. the audio infers an awful lot more than the visuals would ever be able to come up with. Well, I suppose the, the giant chamber, as far as the the first one, the gas uh, 
the, the electrical station, power station place, that's fairly large. But the second one, it's about the size of a small living room, mm. isn't it? It's not a giant place. I do like this notion, though, that the computers choose these chambers yeah. from other planets, other cultures, and other times. So if it chose Earth in the Middle Ages, you would have a clue what's on the other side of the door because you've got a crossbow yeah, or something like that, you know? Um, it just so happens that our first one is 20th century Earth, so they've got some magnums or whatever they are, and then second time it's the uh, it's the space cruiser, isn't it? But yeah, but, but the, like second the, time they, the second time they let them take... Uh, their own weapon in, which seems a bit weird. Mm. I don't know why they're doing that. Plot contrivance. Plot contrivance. Yeah, they've got. They've. They can't just have Vinny left with a bullet hole in his circuit board. And they, the they go in through a door, and the computer chooses the setting. And as I say, the only clue is the weapon that has been chosen to match the setting. Yes. So they've um, got. They say a nice pair of magnums. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like the, that nice little scene with the reporter and the bloke in the gallery. I mean, it, it's not really necessary. Yeah. There's a little bit of ex exposition in there, but it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's mainly padding. Like you say, there's a little bit of exposition, but you could have had that in the voiceover at the beginning, so I think this is padding and a nice comedic scene. But it does, again, because we don't see a lot of these planets, do we, really? And it's nice, it sort of fleshes it out a little bit, mm. so I'm, I'm happy it's in there. Yes, it's nicely yeah, done. Yeah. Um, we go to uh, Dieter and Max, who's like yes. his agent or something, and they're on some sort of like sled transport. Um, again, very, very low budget, this uh, story, so yeah. to suggest movement is just lights flashing past them, yeah. isn't it? Which it, is it, nice. It, it does the job, yeah. yeah. This don't... is his, um, this other person, he's he's like the second, isn't he? In, uh, not, not in second in a duel, as in that if... It, it, you the know, first if, one can't uh, do the it. The first one can't do it. do it, you do it. But he's sort of there to make sure everything runs smoothly and that he's got everything he wants in what could be his last couple of hours. Yeah. Um, of course, this is um, Dr. Jones, isn't it, from mm. The Green Death, Doctor Who? Yeah, but I tell yeah. you what, in my mind, I always had him down, I've confused him with old Patrick Troughton's oh, son, yes, yes, who was son, in, yeah, um, similar, yeah. um, you know, uh, the... Serverland Callie's planet Auron yes. one, you know the the pilot at the beginning, uh, pilot four zero. I yeah. always thought, is it what was his name? Stuart Bevan, I think something like no, that. No, no, no. Pat oh, Tra Patrick Troughton. There's two, isn't there? There's Michael and was it David? David, yeah. yeah. David Troughton was Peladon. Yes, yeah, and and yeah. I I kind of like mix them up, but no, yes, you're right. Yeah, it's. I. He's a good actor because I yeah, really I really, like, I, I really him, like him in the Green Death. But in this, it, it, they're two really polar opposite characters, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I do like him in this. I think he does. Oh no, well. I'm not saying I, I don't yeah. like him. But you, you know, if you didn't know it was him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You wouldn't. It, it took me a while the first time I watched it to go. Oh, I swear he's from because in the Green Death he's he's very Welsh. Uh, yeah, very Welsh. Well, he's got <laughs> he's got his Welsh twang here. Which, you know, I don't mind that. Um, he's uh, he's very personable. He's very jokey. He's very. Uh, you know, sort of young and hippie. And in yeah. this, he's very straight-laced yes. by the book. Yes. You know, caring, but a bit out of his depth. Yeah. But yeah, it really, it, he's a good actor. I, I do like him. He didn't, didn't, do, didn't seem to do a lot, but I can mm. enjoy him when you see him. Yeah. I don't know why, but this scene, when they sat, I think it's the angle of the seats yeah. or something. It's reminded me of Buck Rogers. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it, it reminded me more of... Um, the black hole, you know, when they go aboard the Cygnus oh, and, yes, and, they're, and going they're going on, on that weird on that monorail trolley. sort yeah. of thing. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Max says that Dieter's opponent doesn't seem to have a history. 
Yeah. Um, Which, again, this is weird. This is so rule-bound, this thing, to, you know, this is warfare with, according to the book. So what would, surely you couldn't just have someone turn up. No. Wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you have to be sort of, unless it's like football, you know, where you've got most of the England squad are not English. Mm. Perhaps this is it. You could, you can hire mercenaries, but then why wouldn't they just say this is a mercenary from... Gowda Prime or something, mm. you know. Yeah. I tell you what, I mean, thinking about uh, Vinny, we will get to our uh, guest character in the end. Mm. Um, thinking about Vinny and, and, and him being an android, and I was just associating him with, like, Ian Holm in Alien, yes, yeah. right? And he turned up when the border disputes started. Is very similar to how Ash was put on board the Nostromo, like, three days. Yeah and replaced before the science they, officer before they shipped out, left, you know? Before they left Thetis. Yeah, yeah. Some, it's just a little, you know, echoes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I, I, when, because of what we've seen of, like, I mean, because I don't know whether this is the same sort of model of Android as, as Avalon and things like that, but I, I would have loved it if they'd have said, they'd have said people speaking in the background saying, you know, perhaps he's a robot, and it turns up, and it's Mister Flappy Arms with a hat on, <laughs> with a cowboy hat on, and they're going, "Is he a robot?" Mark, <laughs> are that, you out there? Yeah, there you go, Mark. I would have paid to see that. That would have been so funny. He just trundles out, "Hello, I am your opponent." <laughs> There's something wrong about this guy. I can't quite put my finger yeah. on it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, apparently, yeah, he turned up, um, yeah. killed the existing champion yeah. in a private mm. challenge. And then the son of the existing champion, he killed him as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then we also find out that uh, you've got Servalan as the neutral arbiter, um, alongside one from Teal and one from Vandor, as she's president of an empire that borders both regions. Back when we were talking about, you know, what is the state of Blake's universe? It's like, do all planets come from Earth? Well, I'm yeah. guessing the inference here is that Teal and Vandor do not come from Earth, because the That's Federation amazing. borders both regions. Yeah, but they could they could have been an Earth colony from well before the Federation that declared independence. Well, and then detached or... itself. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, it's a bit otherwise. They're a bit earthy, aren't they? They. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in comes Dieter. Um, yes. While the Liberator crew are watching. Sound, Orac. Give us a sound. And defend the united planets of Teal with my blood, for we are in the right. I know him, don't I? Will you abide by the convention? I will. You are welcome here. I'm sure I know him. I doubt that. He left Earth a long time ago. Who is he? His name is Dieter. He's my brother. The ancient weapons of combat. Use your choice with honor. They've already been checked. Don't you trust us? I assure you they're exactly the same. No two guns are ever exactly the same. You have a brother, do you not? I left Earth a long time ago. He left more recently. Following your example, perhaps. I hope not. With your permission, madam, I have preparation to make. By all means.
You're not good enough to get past me, Tarrant. You're going to look pretty silly flat on your back with a face full of footprints. <laughs> my name's Vinny. I've come to kill you. You're a dead man, Tarrant. They're the worst kind. I know him, don't I? Goes Villa. Does he yeah. really mean that, or do you think the old baby shams have kicked in? I think, yeah, I think he's... he's because Villa's the sort of person that starts the party early, and he he's had a few. Yes. Uh, he's had a few. Uh, <laughs> While he was snifters. making the the, yeah. uh, the, the, the Vullivons. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was testing the, the mix, you know. Um, so yeah, I think. I mean, a it's Villa's a, sometimes slow on the uptake when he's a bit drunk, but yeah, I think he's uh, he's had one too many. I, I I quite like it. I know him, don't I? Yeah. Um, and the ancient weapons of combat. Uh, uh, some old forty fives or magnums yeah. or, or whatever. And well, yeah, I mean they look they look like magnums to me, but they just look like cheap handguns. Where's the BBC in it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Serverland says, "Do you have a brother?" And yeah. and uh, and you know, and uh, he said yes, and you know, I, and we find out that Dieter left Earth some years before him, and maybe Serverland is suggesting that he, uh, you know, Dell is following in his footsteps. To which Dieter says, "Oh, I hope not." Yeah, yeah. It's because um, I couldn't work out whether Serverland knew beforehand that a talent was the champion, or whether this is just no. I think it's know, a, a, a surprise to her, but she's yeah. just keeping it to herself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Dieter goes to leave and meets Vinny. Here, here we go. Here's Vinny. What yeah. do you think of the actor chosen for Vinny? I think he's all right. I think he's okay. He's because um, they're obviously trying to throw the audience that this isn't a robot, so he's playing it in a very um, sort of avuncular, funny, braggy type way. Mm. But yeah, I quite like him. He's um, even though he's being uh, a bit smug, he's not annoyingly smug like like Tarrant. Tarrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. I. I quite like him. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm sure it's designed to just throw you off. Yes. I think so. I think. Yeah. So. If it had been if a, it, if it had been yeah, Ian Home style yeah. acting, you could yeah, go ah. If he had come on all you know dead cold killer logic that you'd gone oh, hang on, but yeah, the fact he's just he looks like the guy acts like the guy down the pub, don't he? Really. Yeah. Like you say, smug is a good word yeah. for him. Oh. You, you know, you're not good enough to get past me, Tarrant, and all like this, you know. And he's got a Travis Mark II stare. There's a lot of Travis Mark II about Vinny. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, we were saying earlier, Dieter feels there's something wrong about Vinny. Because yeah. he voices it to Max. Because uh, I do, yeah, I do like that That uh, Dieter's not just a, a thug. He's not like Tarrant's a thug. Dieter re- seems to be very intelligent and very analytical so he would know to read body language yeah. as part of you know staying alive etc so i thought that was a nice thing that he immediately he's like he can't he doesn't know what's wrong with him but he's not what he says he is mm. yeah because right from the get-go he knows there's something wrong he he, yeah. he he voices it he says it to max you know he's not a professional uh gunfighter yeah. and uh and it's at that point he finds out that his brother is trying to contact him and uh, and he says no. Afterwards, maybe. And yeah. there is the seed there that yeah. that, that Dieter yeah. thinks I'm I'm going to lose this. Yeah, you know he doesn't he does, know well, why. Doesn't... But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be as easy as maybe. Yeah, this this is it's, it's nicely layered again, isn't it? That that he doesn't want the distraction of meeting his brother. Mm. And normally it would be a case of yeah, I'm, I'll speak to him afterwards. No, but yeah, there's that hint of 
Ooh, there might not be an afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then we get this whole idea of the sharing thing starting to be introduced. Yes. Um, and and Villa, Tarrant, Dana, and Avon go down. Uh, Callie doesn't want to um, because you know, and she says to she Villa, "Oh, more, yeah. it might be a, something to do with the fact that you're there to Villa." And and uh, we get that nice moment as Villa chases Callie out of the flight deck. Do you think that's an ad lib? It felt like it, yeah. It, or at least something worked out in rehearsal. It didn't didn't feel like it was part of this. I script. think that is really, yeah. really nice. I had completely yeah. forgotten that moment, and of course, I only know this from the audio. So yeah, the audio, so I, you wouldn't. Yeah, and yeah, you know, for Villa to chase Callie out of the flight deck, you know, you would never see that in Star Trek. You'd never. See, no. Well, you might see Kirk chasing after uh, some of the female. Yeah. <laughs> but again, people, this, but this that's sort a different of, reason. Yeah. This this shows the sort of the the fact that they are friends, isn't it? It's not it's not a military outfit at all. No. Yeah. But yeah, I I like that. And they're friends. A, a nice yeah, they're friends. They are they're, friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are you Max? Goes Dell when he teleports down, and um, we find out it's seven or eight years since they've seen each other, and yeah. and Dita has been champion for four years, and. Uh, and then we got Villa calls Callie, who's got that magnifying glass thing that, yeah. that we mocked we so much in yeah. Sarcophagus. I can't remember. It was at Sarcophagus. Yes. I remember. Yeah. Yes. This reading aid for old people. Yeah. Yeah. That she's got. Yes. <laughs> um, to say that they want to come up. Um, yeah. And there's nobody there. Bored already. Everything's uh, cleared off. We've had this before in Blake Seven, where you just say, "Oh, there's nobody here." And yeah. because it's all over the uh, over the bracelet, you don't have to show that there's nobody yes. there. You it's don't have to go very to a shopping centre. Yeah. yeah, yeah, There's nobody Oh, can there. you imagine that? They would have, wouldn't they? They'd have gone to a shopping they, centre on a Sunday they night. They totally would have. <laughs> yeah. um, so they all want to come back up, except Avon, who's gone off to see a sick yeah. friend. I see the Aurac computer has broken our latest security code. A useful gadget worth every penny you almost paid for it. Wasteful of you to let me know the code was broken, sure. I thought you'd see me more readily if you thought I was part of the conspiracy. Conspiracy? Oh, Avon. I haven't gone and given myself away again, have I? I've been doing a little strategic analysis. Bravo. Somewhere along the line there is going to be a major violation of the convention. Really? Well, I'm glad you warned me. Because as neutral arbiter, such violations are my concern. The result will be total war between these two systems. Real war, not children's games like all this. You will let them fight it out for a little while, and then your battle fleet will move in to mop up the remnants. For their own good, of course, to prevent further bloodshed and destruction. The civilian populations may even welcome you. What form will this major violation take? Do they know that your battle fleet is massed on their borders? Routine manoeuvres, and a small demonstration of concern for my personal safety, which both sides understand and accept. Thank you. For what? Answering my question. I have nothing to hide. Is that why you answered? Naturally. Oh, no, not naturally, Madam President. You do not naturally answer a question from an enemy who has no natural right to ask it. But I don't think of you as an enemy, Avon. I think of you as a future friend. And then we get the Avon Serverland scene. Um, yes. Um, and Paul Darrow and Jacqueline Pierce. We, we of course, you know, thrust all these plaudits onto them for their acting. And when they're together, 
you know, sparks fly. You know, this is a terrific scene. Unfortunately, Paul Darrow's outfit detracts somewhat from it. Yeah. Um, he says, and I love the, the, the line about, there's going to be a violation, you know, total war, not children's games like all this. You know, terrific line. Yeah, it's, this is a, it's a really good scene, this. Mm. this again, it's not... This is not, you never really see this as regarded as one of the sort of the great episodes in in lists and things, but it's so well written. There's some real zingers. And something you know. I, I uh, has passed me by for years, and I picked up on here is Avon says, you know, you'll go in, you're going to mop up afterwards, and then he gets angry and um, he says to her, oh, not naturally, Madam President, you know. Uh, you don't give your enemy, blah, blah, blah. And she says to him, I don't see you as an enemy. I see you as a future friend. Now, after all these years thinking about that line and knowing what's coming, she has already got terminal in place, hasn't she? Serverland yeah, she, already she... knows. She knows what's coming up. She knows how she's going to use Avon when she starts beaming that message to him. Yeah, this it's, it's a nice hint of the long-term plan. Because the, the trouble with a lot of these um, these episodes is that we don't we don't know how far apart they are mm. for the, the you know for the story for the universe. So it, it can sometimes feel that Servalan or Travis are setting up these really complicated plans overnight, and then they fail. So they yeah. immediately set up another really complicated, and you couldn't do it like you say terminal thing. That would take probably a year, yeah. two years of planning, if not longer. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice that this. It going is. On. It's a foreshadowing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ends in a snog. Um, yeah. Um, him but I don't. That. I don't. Yeah, I don't object to this one because it. It's not like the 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 snog in Sarcophagus where it's I'm going to get the ring off you yeah. type thing. This is, yeah. I this flows naturally. It feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, um, it, it's a logical thing. Um, and uh, but then. He has this line, which I know has gone down in infamy, um, the whole Cali, I'm ready to come up now, Um, which I remember being on the Clive James show when they had like, you know, Jacqueline Pierce on there. He had a he had a a special on Blake seven when he was did his TV show on ITV. And uh, I remember the audience just laughing their heads off at the whole (laughs) Cali, I'm ready to come up now (laughs) straight after snogging her. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so Avon goes back on board, and uh, how's your friend? Sick as ever. Nice line. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good line. Yeah, and he wants Orak to predict what's going to happen. Um, and again, nice comedy moments from um, uh, Villa saying, I've come a long way to be thrilled. You know, drink Dana. <laughs> and, you know, Dana's not that good. We, we, we've decided, you know, she's yeah. a bit... Um, of, uh, I, don't, I don't think that she's necessarily a bad actress no it's just she's not served well yeah she's not served well but she's also unfortunately amongst some very very good actors yeah but i do Um, like the line here where she says you know one of the things i like about you villa oh no what he thinks thinking he's in with a chance oh your subtlety she says and yeah no that's a nice moment it is yeah Yeah. yeah um so we've got some more information now about this sensor net thing um, yeah, they they sort of. You wonder how long this has been out. Certainly, because is this the first time they've used this, or is you know, at best I think it's probably the second time they've used it, hasn't it? Mm. 
they never really i know they they're sort of saying it's new so that they can get a lot of information dumping in but it it feels a bit uh a bit of a gimmick to me yeah um, this moment where we find it out, you know, um, where Max puts on the disc and we get that CSO yeah. and... Um, you get the Robots of Death Robots eyes. of Death CSO, yeah, absolutely. Um, that room they're in is the yeah. room that we had earlier when Max meets Tarrant, right? Yes. But what they've done now is they've put a curtain in the background, right? And they've changed the colour of the lights. Did you yeah. notice that? No, it's exactly it, the same oh. room. Yeah, I I noticed it was the same room. I didn't even realise they changed the lights and put a curtain but, uh, across. Because <laughs> that's quite an expense, isn't it? They'd have had to change a what, light to get a bulb. Curtain? Or, yeah, a curtain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very cheap. Mm. Very cheap. This episode. Yes. Yeah. So Tarrant goes up um, uh, with a bunch of these discs. Yes. Um, yeah. And and then we see uh, Finney getting ready for his. Uh, for his combat and it, yes it is the most god-awful baker foil outfit with these immense shoulder pads but like you said at the beginning this is a performance this is a show yeah. this is uh something for the masses yeah. isn't it this yeah this is um like i say this is this is um a game show a, a television spectacle so i I I can buy that I they would want to put him in Gordy. It's the Running Man, you know. You watch yes. Running Man now, oh, and it's no. not aged well. But then, no, that's I hadn't even know. thought about the Running Man. I do I do like as well that, that again with Echoes of Ash. You know, in Alien, where Ash is going to his blister and he, no one's watching him, and he looks around and, he does, that and then does that little run, yeah. which is very weird. And then in this, you've got he he pulls he does pulls his gun and that, and then laughs to himself. And it's like, uh, okay, mm. it's again not suggesting he's a robot, but do, or does he know he's a robot? I don't think he does. does well, we he? find out later that yeah. they 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 think yeah. that maybe he didn't even know. Yeah, he was, I he I, was a I robot. think that as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's much more interesting to to not know that you're a robot. Yeah, very I still Blade think Runner. He's, uh, that bit. Yeah, very Blade Runner. I still think he's um, Sulin's brother. Oh, I'd forgotten yes, about yeah. that, that whole yeah. uh, idea. The Sulin's uh, uh, a Vinny model. Yeah, oh, um, well done, Ian. Yeah. The thing is, though, if they've got, if they've got these, these robots, these androids, uh, that are so good and can be so complex and such good things, why is bloody, uh, what's his face, uh, Justin, making little horny... Yeah guys to go just use these well i was going to save this for later on but we'll talk about yeah. it now teal and vandor seem to be in a technology way more advanced than the, than the more federation. federation i yeah. think if you took the side of vinnie's yeah. head off you're more likely to see pasta and milk than you would see yes. uh, brightly colored cogs like we yeah. do with avalon I, yeah so that because that also what, what thing that sort of bothered me a bit is so serverland's weight is using this is an excuse to get her troops in it. And I'm thinking, why don't they just invade? And that makes sense. If if their technology is more advanced, of course Servaline can't just wade in. Um, so, yeah, this, that's really good. That's, uh, that's a lot of things to think about on that. That Yeah, they're more advanced, but they're just not uh, aggressive that they would take over the Federation. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, the, you know, when it, in Project Avalon, where the Doctor's saying a standard monitor, have they just tried stealing these as secrets mm. from from Teal and Randor? Yeah, because this and, is and got it quite wrong. Yeah, because this is Serverland's motive. 
she wants yeah. to mop up and then in the mopping up process she gets Take the technology yeah. doesn't she yeah yeah all right well Vinny gets his handgun as you say as a little play yeah. with it um and and goes through the door as does Dita and Dana has been ordered to be Vinny I don't want to do this, Avon. I'll be fighting Tarrant's brother. You will be judging the man who is fighting him. But you can't be objective with something like this. You don't have to be. It's your instinct as a fighter that we need. And Tarrant will be an instinctive judge of his brother's actions. You're a natural fighter, Dana. You will be an instinctive judge of the other man. Well, even if one of them breaks the rules, what can we do about it? That's what Orak is going to tell us. Yeah. It's one of those few references to to um, Dana's past that she is a, a gun fighter, therefore she yeah. can do it. it. We also get reference to uh, Hal Mellenby, don't we? Because Villa says earlier oh, about oh, lovely, yeah, yeah, yeah that terrible line about you know shooting yeah. a man in a blind man in the back or something. Yeah, um, and it's which again is nice. It's a nice flashback. Yes, I'm not into, again the way that Dana is played. You you've got no like Avon saying you're. You can detect split second, and it's like no, she can't. No. no, she can't. It would be better to have Callie do it. Hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, and like you say, robots of death, CSO, a go go, isn't it? Oh um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That must have been just a standard, like filter on their equipment or something, mm. you know, on the cameras or something that they could do because they it gets used in everything. If this story was a Blake Seven Monthly comic. Right. Yeah. This location that they step out into um, would could be anything, couldn't it? It would be a Ron Turner esque. It would be. It, it, yeah. it absolutely would be. It would be a barkingly mad OTT yeah. uh, science fiction setting with how many would, yeah. stars in the sky and planets yeah. in the sky and dinosaurs, dinosaurs and, yeah. and stuff like that. But no, we get but what do we get? We get yeah. a broken old down. <laughs> <laughs> hanger, um, yeah. which you know, um, I don't know if you, uh, if you're like me, but um, I, uh, I recognised it immediately from the professionals. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's used. I mean, it's been, it gets used in everything, doesn't it? In the professionals, yeah. I'm sure the Sweeney were there. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's very familiar to viewers of a certain age. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Vinny is in first. And, yeah. and 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 um, and then says, "Come on, Tarrant," and and he sort of like brags, "You get a free shot." Yeah, you know, um, and it becomes a traditional Wild West shootout. You know, um, Chris Boucher's love of Wild West kicks in properly yeah. here. Yeah, this this is the uh, going around the town between alleyways and that yeah. shootout that you get. Yeah, I mean it's very similar to the, like the one in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly when uh, Blondie is going off and killing all the. Uh, Angelizes men. It's yeah. It's a it's a traditional classic. Yeah, and good for. I like it. It's it's well. It's really well directed. But the only one drawback scene was for a technical reason, which is when they do the slow motion, mm. which looks. And you you had similar in. They did the slow motion uh, punch in Snatch, which is a much later film, and it, even that shows yes. the limitations that you've got to floodlight the the scene so much and it still always looks dark when you do it, slow motion it does it does yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um vinnie says come on we could spend ages doing yeah. this let's have a tr- traditional um uh shootout yeah because vinnie knows that as fast as he is he can still get shot in the back mm. yeah it's which he almost does i mean if talent had been a, an idiot 
he would have uh, shot him in the back. Yeah. You know, well, he, he should have took Rimmer's uh, uh, sort of uh, Marvel was on to shooting people. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because that bit comes up. Um, Dieter's behind yeah. him. Tarrant. Tarrant. We're wasting time, Tarrant. We could die of old age chasing each other around here. What do you suggest we do? Draw straws? We draw guns, Tarrant. Isn't that what you're best at? Only I'm better. And I'm going to prove it. Holster your gun, I'll meet you out in the open, face to face. Fast man wins. What do you say? Well, have you got the stomach for it? What do you say, Tarrant? All right. Let's see if you're as fast with your gun as you are with your mouth. Um, yeah. and, and he, it's a nice scene. Yeah, he, nice he could scene. finish it. He could finish it yeah. there, um, but he doesn't. Um, so they go ahead with this draw thing to see who's the fastest. And, yeah, it, it's very Sergio Leone, isn't it? The yeah. whole slow motion thing. The yeah. problem I've got with that slow motion is it's clearly you can see Stephen Pacey bending his knees, ready to yeah. jump backwards. You know? <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's not, it, it's not 100% convincing, no, we should say. No. Um, I like the no from Villa when it happens. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Dieter comes in to finish him off uh, once he's landed, and uh, he's got a message for his brother, um, and, and he says, "I should never have left you, little brother." Um, which is th- this is really nice stuff. Yeah, it's, it, we don't do emotions that often on this show, uh, but this is nice. It adds it adds layers to it. I mean, I, I would quite like to know their backstory. Mm. And what went on and why they split up. Yeah, big finish. Come on, let's do it. You've still got Stephen Pacey. I'm sure he could, you know, do both roles. I I have my doubts. But, yeah, yeah, I I think it's... I bet there's some fanfic out there about it. Mm, Maybe, maybe. And it ends with... Where they meet meet young Avon. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Young Han Solo. Right. And it ends with Vinny, you know, arms up. Dieter Tarrant is yeah. dead. You know, the smugness continues. Yeah. And uh, and that's the end. But you don't, I don't hate him for it. Yeah, it, it, He's snug. But he's done like, his job. I like this character. That's the job that he had to do, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Avon, up on the Liberator, wants to know if anybody felt that anything was wrong. Did they behave as you expected? Come on, we haven't got much time. Dieter didn't break any rules. In fact, he kept an extra one of his own. Costly one. You felt nothing abnormal in his behaviour? Nothing. I felt something. At least I think I did. Yes? It's difficult to pin down. It's as though we were waiting. Not from where I was standing. I couldn't understand how I missed him. And I couldn't believe how fast he pulled that gun. And yet, watching them on the screen, I felt it was Dieter who had the real talent. The real instinct for it. That's it. There was no instinct, no anticipation. I w- He waited for things to happen and then reacted to them. But when he did react, it was so fast, it was exhilarating. I'm 
began to feel the other man couldn't shoot me because I could move before any shot could reach me. Well, Orak. It is my conclusion that the one called Vinny is not human, but is in fact a highly sophisticated android, exquisitely programmed as a gunfighter. And uh, Dana says that Vinny had no instinct. He, yeah. he just reacted to things. She's picking up on the fact that he is, in fact, an android. And that's what Orak concludes, that he's an exquisitely programmed android. Yeah, which coming from uh, Orak, that's high praise indeed, isn't it? Because he's not got a lot of high opinion for other... No, no. Other, other sort of electronic life forms. And it's got to be different technology. The only androids we've seen is like Muller, you know, yeah. and... Uh, and Avalon, you know. This is the most advanced android we see in the So series. advanced, it doesn't even know that it is an yeah. android, you know. Very Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very Blade Runner, but like you say, very uh, Ash. Um, but ahead of its time. Yeah. Avon says, um, Avon wants to destroy Vinny and says that there's now a blood feud. And yeah. uh, and that Tarrant should use the new gun. Yeah, yeah, that new disintegration gun yes. you've handily been making that would fit no other situation. Yeah, and Dane Dana's got to go yeah. down and watch Serverland. Okay, yeah. and that's a nice scene. Josette Simon is good in that, where she says, "You know, close your eyes. I want you to feel how my father felt just before you killed him." That's all yeah. right. Put put these gaudy disco specs on. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. And I also like the whole uh, thing uh, where Avon says to Taron, I, "I hope you have no scruples about cheating and lying." You know, and he says, "No." Oh, good goes Avon. So yeah. that's quite good. Um, Tarrant tells Max he's going to do it. He's going to do this, uh, you know, claim a blood feud thing. And uh, Callie's going to relay Orac's information as to where the fight will take place. Yeah, they're, they're pinning everything on Callie's notoriously wibbly-wobbly <laughs> abilities. Yes, yeah. And, oh, what a surprise. It's the observation gallery of a deep yeah. space liner. I was shocked. Oh. And he'll go in first. Tarrant will go in first. So he does. Tarrant goes in, he's under the gantry, and uh, Vinny comes in, and he's on the gantry, and Tarrant climbs up while Vinny's, Vinny's back is turned. Yeah, this, this, this is the only bit that I think doesn't really hold up, because Tarrant doesn't really do anything particularly clever. He doesn't really make that much use of the fact that he was there with pre-knowledge, etc. Yep. And he clumps his way up onto that thing. Is Vinny death? <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been better if he'd have he'd have not. I know they did it to get a little bit of action yeah. in it, but it'd have been better if he'd have been positioned, and as soon as Vinny appeared, just shot him. That would have been a much nicer scene. Because the thing is, Tarrant knows that Vinny's an android. Yeah. So, so when they say, "Oh, he can't shoot him in the back," it's like, "Yes, he yeah, can," because he's not a person. It's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I would, I would much rather he just shot him in the head as you, you know. Yeah, that's the end of it. If if it was a if it was a person, then you could sort of go, oh, Taron wants to to know who it is that's killed him and all that sort of cliched stuff. But like, yeah, he knows it's a robot. He knows the robot is better than him. Mm. Just shoot him in the back of the head. I think it would have made a cooler moment mm. if Vinny had come in. Mm. Tarrant's there, just shoots him in the head. That would have made Tarrant much yeah. cooler. And wouldn't it have been good if? I mean, no, they couldn't do it on a budget, but when he shoots his head off, we get an Ash moment where the rest of the body is still dangerous. Oh, yeah. 
and there's milk and grapes flying out of his yeah. neck socket. Yeah, I don't think the BBC could have quite done it. No, that, the, the budget didn't go to grapes. No, it, maybe it milk. Man, yeah, it would have been a man with a bag on his head in front of a blue screen yes. <laughs> that you can still see the outline of the head. Yeah, yeah. But no, this new weapon, it atomizes yeah. Vinny. Yeah, but why not on the first shot? Mm. I doubt I didn't. It's like, oh, uh, you know, it sounds like a shotgun. It acts like a shotgun, except on the second or third shot when it causes you to disappear in the top of the pops video one mm. yeah yeah all right well that's that over Vinny is no more um yeah, a- poor yeah avon knows uh some uh server lands behind it all and uh and his legal advisor orac yeah i, I like yes, that i like that our legal that's advisor orac says the <laughs> battle is void and needs to be refought. A new nu- yeah. neutral arbiter must be found, and a medical examination before the battle uh, takes place. And uh, Tarrant um, is for hanging around, but Avon wants to go. I think we should leave now. Max just said that. Borak had another interesting legal point to make. According to the rules of the Teal Vandor Convention, you are now the new first champion of Teal. I think we should leave now. Bring, Bring us, us up, up Kelly. Yeah, do you think Tarrant was wanting to hang around to bask in the glory? In the glory, I think so. Yeah, yeah because this is our Tarrant. This isn't Dieter. He'd be using this it is as Del. a pickup line. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And that's when Avon points out to him that he is now the champion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like this ending. I like the, the, the way they say in unison, Oh yeah. Bring us up, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Again, a comedy ending that fits the rest of it's the episode. It's not forced. And he's actually funny. Yeah. yeah it rather than the, <laughs> we just lost his brother. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's really good. And I, I I laughed, even though I've seen this a few times now, when it ha- I, I'd forgotten that bit. And when they both say, bring us up, it's like, oh, okay, that's funny. It is funny, <laughs> you know, and they, yeah. they are comrades at this point, yeah. aren't they? You know? Yeah, yeah there's, there's no hate. No, 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 moment. no. And that's a good ending. Which is nice. I like this. I like, I like it when they're not... It, it always used to annoy me in, like... TV shows and that that were episodic where people would reset so no matter how many battles they had together they would still hate each other or they wouldn't trust mm. each other or, and that's not what happens no, in real no. life and it's nice it's nice that there's some actual characterization yeah this and Villa chasing yes. Callie and all that you know yeah. this is yeah, our crew this is why we yeah. like Blake 7 you know yeah, yeah. alright okay so Vinny Vinny the Vinny 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 what whatever well, he didn't. No, he came, he saw, he got... Blown up, ready. yeah. All right, yeah. okay. Right, It as I say, it's one of Chris Boucher's favourites of his own yeah. scripts, and he implicitly states in the script that the weapons, first time that are used, should be Magnums or Smith & Wessons. Oh, right, Yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know, but there you go. Um, Did they go missing on set? I don't see how they match the background, because the background no. is uh, Southall Gasworks. Yeah, yeah. So really what they should have been using is broken bottles or, you know, bricks mm. or, or classic East End uh, straight razors. <laughs> Knuckle yeah. dusters. Knuckle dusters, yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny, actually. Um, I immediately recognised it. I've seen this before. Yeah. I've seen it in The Professionals. I've seen it in The Sweeney. I always, Did you ever go No, there? I always had it in my he- head mm. that it was uh, Battersea yeah. Power Station. 
That's what I thought. No, it, 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 it's Southall yeah. Gasworks, which has oh, all been redeveloped now, as has all of London. Yeah, okay. yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So that's that. Um, Vinny himself uh, is an yes. actor by the name of Paul Mark Elliott. Okay. Um, the only other thing I know him from, because, by the way, he's only got a genre tally of one, which is Blake Seven. Um, wow. Apparently, he was in quite a few of the comic strip presents. Uh, oh, um, really? Things, but I don't remember him in them. No, I don't. He, he wasn't that distinctive, and he was in like Alexi Sale and things like that. Um, he's got an EastEnders tally of one, okay, mm-hmm. where he played Mr. Coulson. But the thing I do remember him from, and not as much as Vinny in this, but he was in Blackadder, right? Let me think. You... Shall I tell you the season of Black? Go and tell me the season to see if I'm my, what I'm thinking is right. right. Blackadder goes forth. Oh, not the what I was thinking of then. Um, not that many guest stars in Blackadder goes forth, is there? He, he's um, one of the firing squad. Yep, 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 uh, yep. He he is Private Robinson in Corporal Punishment. Uh, he's the excellent. guy that has uh, uh, the line when um, you know Blackadder says, "My heart bleeds." And he says, we aim to please. Just a yeah. little joke. Oh, right. so, yeah. yeah, that's Vinny. <laughs> so I'm presuming then that he, with with the roles he's got, he's more, he was more a comedy yes. guy yeah. than a, an actor. A, a comedy um, wide boy, if you like. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is perfect for this part. And that, that, that sort of explains that they would hire someone like that. It they, throws they you. to throw the yes. viewer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other thing of distinction I found that he's done is he narrated the Channel 5 program, Daniela Westbrook, EastEnders, Drugs and My New Nose. Oh, one of my favorites. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wouldn't put that on my CV. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bother. No, no. All right, so um, was it worth it? Um... Yeah, I think it was, because if they hadn't have gone, if they'd have just said, oh, no, Villa, we're not going there, then the Federation would have won and... Serverland would have had got, all that ter- got technology. technology. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what a mutoids would be like if they had that yeah. Android technology. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. So... She would have took over the game. Yes. Galaxy. So that's... Uh, was it worth it? Next yep. bit, shout-out time. Oh, another good. one. Like and another one off of Facebook. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Richard Woodward. Thank you, Richard Woodward. Ed, Edward's brother? Edward's. Woodward's Edward Woodward. Richard Woodward. Yes. He says, uh, been enjoying this podcast since the first one and hope they don't run out of characters to cover anytime soon. Love the format, oh. which picks a character from each season of Blake 7 in turn and goes over that character with a fair amount of detail and plenty of humour. Well, thank you, Richard well, thank Woodward. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Richard Woodward. Uh, we are going to run out of characters. <laughs> That's why the show's ending. Yes. Um, but yeah. we, we, we've alluded to it before that uh, we are going to do the odd special after episode 100. And you and I are, are moving on to new territory uh, yes. in the podcasting thing. So we will live on, but just not with Blake Seven all the time. Okay? No, not all the time. But yeah, it'd be nice to, uh, to do some Blake Seven Yes, yeah, well. yeah. We've got ideas, haven't we? Yes, yes. yeah. All right, next bit. Right, as our long-time listener may remember, every 25 episodes we stop and we re-evaluate our lives. lives. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Oh, every Sunday. Um, We re-evaluate our top five guest characters. 
Okay. Yeah. Now, this Vinny episode is episode 75. So it's time to go again. Right yeah, now. I know. 75. Almost almost 75. weekly since the beginning. Yeah. 75 weeks in a row. All right. So here we go. Episode 75. Last time we did this, obviously, yeah. was episode 50. Um, I'll give the listener a, uh, a reminder of what our um, you know, top fives were back then. Yes. And it, this, this was a difficult. This was, this was the most difficult oh, one. Oh, that's the phone oh, going. That's, uh, that's the listener on yes. the phone. Say, don't <laughs> no, stop. No, 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 no. No, no. That's, that's the listener or objecting. Stop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to have a, a sip of drink. Don't they know I'm podcasting? I know. What? Get off. It's people, you know, they're, 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 not, uh, they're not thinking of the best interests of you, no. are they? There you go. It's finished. Right. Okay. Way back at episode 50, which was our LOM episode, right? Oh, right. Okay. I had number five. That's so long ago. I had number five, Joban, right? Yeah. Number four, Ginka. Number three, Tynus. Number two, Clegg. And number one, Baben, right? Yes. And you had number five, Tynus. Number four, Cinefar and Giroc. Number three, Krantor. Number two, Clegg. And number one, Baben. All right? Yeah. So, let's start then. Number five. What is your number five this time, Ian? Here's a surprise one. Uh... Going in at number five, Doctor Belfryer. Belfryer, okay. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed his performance. As we said in the episode, it was very Doctor Who. Mm. Um, he, I love the fact that he's rational. He acts as a scientist should do, and I love the bit where they don't really care about the politics of Blake. You know, it, it's really nicely mm-hmm. acted. Good episode. So yeah, that goes in at number All five. All right, okay. Uh, my number five has changed as well. Um, I've got Carnell. Oh. I love I love Carnell mm. with his lovely lashes, and uh, I wish we had seen more of him. I wish he had come back in season three or even season four. Um, yes, he would have been a really good recurring. He character. was really good, really well acted, mm. and it's such a waste that he was only in half a story, basically, wasn't yeah. he? Yes. So, I mean, I, I, if you added up his screen time, it's probably under ten minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, such a shame. All right, so that's fives. What's your four? Number four, um, someone that was already in my list, but he's moved down a bit. Crantor. Okay, so he's dropped one for so the same speak. reasons. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> dropped one. Yeah, Crantor's dropped, dropped one. <laughs> All right, okay. Oh, uh, we got to this level. <laughs> oh, we're British. That's what we do. Um, yeah. My number four is staying the same. It's Ginka. Oh. Ginka stays. Ginka. Gink- Ginka. Ginka. The Stinker like stays him. the same. Yes. All right. Excellent. Your number three obviously isn't Crantor anymore. No, so no. Number three, new guy going in. It's uh, Ensor. Ensor Senior. Ensor, really? Yes. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I've i always liked the character, and then when we rewatched it this time, I I was sort of really inspecting his performance, and I thought, yeah, Derek Farr, you've done a really good job there. I'm very surprised, because that means yeah. what you've done is basically you've pushed out Tynus. Yeah, I'm afraid Tynus, Tynus moved. Good Lord. Well, yeah. Tynus is staying where he is with me. Really? Tynus yeah. is still on number three. This this is why I said this this one was so hard, and it's because there's so many good characters. Mm. Like the, the first one was easy, wasn't it? The second one was sort of we did was pretty easy. This yeah, one, yeah, we've had some good yeah, ones, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, what's your number two? Does it stay the same? It does. It stays as Clegg. Right. 
Yeah, so does mine. And yeah. I'm guessing one stays the same. No, no, I've, uh, I've changed one. Justin. Justin. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's Baben. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. Number two, Clegg. Number one, Baben. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be hard. I mean, because we, uh, we I weren't allowed to uh, to include Travis Mark mm. one, I, that might have, that would have been an even harder. Yes. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't think that's fair. I think they, they would, the, the main character is going to so over. That's exactly. I did briefly consider mm. doing that, but yeah. no, the main characters are going to have their own, you know, yeah, top I think that's five. Sensible. And um, right now, Travis is number one because he's the only one that's did it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to be doing uh, this for the last time in episode 100. And I'm thinking our list may change quite a bit because we have got yeah. some really interesting characters coming up in our last 25 episodes. Um, and yeah, I think it will. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I hope it changes because it means we we've come across some amazing characters. But I, the Baben, he's going to be the lad to be. Mm, mm. mm. All right. Okay. Well, there might be a change in mine next week. Okay. Oh. Because next week we're not going to go to season four. Normally, after we've done season three, we go to season four. Yes. I, this is all new yeah, to Yeah, sorry, I haven't prepped you, have I? Yeah, yeah. No, normally... Is that because there's no good episodes? Well, left? the problem is there's only one more story and oh. therefore one more ca character to go from uh, season four. And as I, I want to do that, once we finish season two and then season three, we're holding off the very last ca character of season four until the end okay so we're going to yeah. skip season four and season one has now finished so next week yeah. we're going back to season two and as i say this might actually start altering my top five um Ooh. quite a bit because we're going to look at one of my favorite federation bods uh provine oh right yeah okay We've we've touched his. Uh, we've touched his on him before, mm -hmm. but uh, here he is. We're going to focus on Provine, and I'm very much looking forward to this because, as I say, wow. out of all the Federation troopers and personnel we see, Provine has always been a favourite of mine. And better than Par. Well, Par was never a character, was he? We never no, actually put him true, up, yeah. you know. Um, but. He wasn't. He only had two. scenes. He only had two scenes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In, in one of them, he got duffed up. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Next week, we're coming back for Provine. Okay. So, um, oh, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to this because I I I did watch it when we did the uh, the countdown episode with um, yeah. Anna Grant's brother, but that was a long time ago that we did like that Del seems, Grant. Yeah, seems a different different lifetime mm, again. Mm. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to watching this during the week. And uh, us discussing it next week. Yeah, so you're going to prove the provenance of Provine. Prove my Provine, yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, we'll do that ne next week then, okay, Ian? I'll go and watch that episode. Off you go. All right. Cheers <laughs> nice then, Ian. Right, right. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.